Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, welcome back to this episode, this Q&A here with me, where I answer your questions about your federal benefits, your retirement, your retirement, your taxes, your insurance, all the questions that you have about retiring confident as a federal employee, that is what we talk about here. So if you're new here, consider consider consubscri- <laughs> consider subscribing. That's it. Consider subscribing, joining the community. It is a great group of people trying to get the most for their future. So without further ado, let's jump right in and read the questions for today. Question number one. This gal or guy, they say, hey, I'm a nurse working for the VA. I work night shift, 80 hours of night shift differential, and every other weekend, 48 hours a weekend differential, every pay period. Is the differential pay part of your salary for your high three for a retirement calculation with FERS? Or is it only your base salary? I cannot find any solution on opm.gov. Thank you for your attention. Great, great question. So I know you're not alone here. There's a lot of people that have different um, shifts. They're not the standard 40 hours a week sort of thing. There's differential pay, there's overtime, there's there's all kinds of different things that come into play. So short answer here is um, differential pay sometimes count for your high three, sometimes doesn't. Depends on what type, depends on what type of employee you are, things like that. So. There's actually an article um, where, if you go back to my website, there's a link below to the article for this, um, that you can find a couple links where there's one link to a PDF by OPM that um, defines what basic pay means. And sometimes basic pay um, includes differential pay, depending on the situation, sometimes it doesn't. Now, with that being said, there's actually one way to figure out for you, regardless of whatever type of pay it is, to figure out, hey, is that pay counting towards your high three salary? Because as we all know, your high three, which is the average highest three earning years for you during your career, that really matters when it comes to your pension, right? That's how they calculate your pension. So that really matters. So knowing what actually counts for your high three is big. Now. This is how you figure it out. So every paycheck, you have to contribute a portion of your paycheck into the FERS retirement system. Now, this is not your TSP. Let's keep these separate. You also contribute, hopefully, money into your TSP to save for yourself for retirement. But what you also do is a piece of your your paycheck goes towards the FERS retirement system. Now, what this system is for is to fund your pension one day, okay? Now, the amount that you contribute depends on when you're hired, if you're a special provisions employee, air traffic controller, law enforcement, etc. cetera. Um, it, it depends. Now, for most FERS that were hired before 2013, it's gonna be 0.8% is how much every paycheck you're gonna be contributing into the system. And this is why it's relevant, okay? If you are paying that 0.8%, on a certain type of pay, whether it's differential pay, whatever type of pay it is, then you know that that pay is going to count for your high three. If you're not paying into the FERS retirement system based on that money, then it does not count for your high three. That's how it works. If you're paying a portion of that money, whatever type of pay it is, into the FERS retirement system, then you know what it is. Now, again, like I said, if you're hired after 2013, or if you are a law enforcement officer, air traffic controller, the rates are different. It's not 0.8%. So there's actually a link again in the article I wrote with this back on my website, 
check that out. You could find exactly what rate it would be for you. Again, it's not 0.8%, it's higher than that, okay? So that's one way to know for sure if the pay that you're receiving does count for your high three. Okay, let's move right along. So question number two, they say, hey, if you work until Social Security full retirement age, which in my case is 66 and a half, is it better to start Social Security benefits or to live on your TSP until 70 and get the added percentage of Social Security, the, the bumped up Social Security benefit? Thank you so much for all you share with us. You're very welcome. So when it comes to deciding on Social Security, this is a complex decision. There's lots of factors that come into play when it comes to, okay, um, your spouse's working history, how old your spouse is relative to you, um, your working history. There's a lot of things that come to play and also how long you think you're going to live, your other sources of income, your TSP, how much is in there. There's a lot of factors here, but let me share a few things that are good to consider when it comes to trying to make this decision. Number one, if you are married, okay, if you're married and you are the higher earner of your spouse, between you and your spouse, you make more, then that is one reason to potentially delay Social Security. And let me tell you why. Whenever one spouse passes away, and let's say both of them are taking Social Security, the benefit that continues on is the higher of the two. Okay, so if your, your benefit's higher than your spouse's, you pass away, then your spouse starts receiving what you were receiving because yours was higher. Okay, that's how it works. So what that means is, as the higher earner, when you take Social Security matters a little bit more because your benefit's not just gonna last your lifetime but also your spouse's lifetime. So this becomes very relevant if you are the higher earner and your spouse is significantly younger than you or even some younger than you, then the odds of your benefit being transferred to them because you pass away first are even higher, right? So those are some things to think about, right? Um, let me see here. And, and like we know, delaying Social Security is a great way to guarantee fixed income later that's gonna last the rest of your life, right? That is a great, great thing to have. Now, that being said, some people's TSP really isn't in a position to fund this gap, okay? For example, if it's gonna really take your, just about decimate your TSP to help you delay Social Security, if you're not gonna have much left in your TSP just to delay, it may not be worth it for you. Because here's the deal, Social Security and your pension, any other, any other pensions that you have are great, but they're fixed income. And fixed income is really helpful, but you don't wanna have all just fixed income. You wanna have some element of investments and, and TSP money because that part is a lot more controllable. And if something comes up, an emergency or something, you can control how you use that money and it's available for you. With your, with your pension and Social Security, you can't tell them to send you extra because you, something came up, right? So there's the balancing act of yes, it's great to delay Social Security when you can, but it doesn't always make sense. So those are some things to think about, okay? Question number three and last question here. They say, hey, I am currently 55. If I meet my minimum retirement age at 56 and four months, is it okay to retire or do I need to work longer? I have 900,000 in the TSP. The only debt I have is my mortgage and it's only 48,000. I don't know, however, how much cash reserves. Oh, they say, I don't, however, have much cash reserves. I would need to build 
I would need to build that up and was wondering if I should reduce TSP contributions temporarily to focus on cash and mortgage. I am currently contributing 25%. That's a great question. So when it comes to if this person can retire or not, I have no clue, okay? I don't have a lot of data of, okay, what's their income? Uh, what's their pension gonna be? Um, are they eligible to retire right away without any reductions? Are they gonna get the first supplement? There's lots of questions here that I don't really know. Um, so I can't answer that. But what I can answer is they said, hey, should I, is it worth it to maybe reduce how much I'm contributing to my TSP in the short term so that I can build up a cash reserve, so that I can maybe really hit down my mortgage and things like that? That's a great question. And let's kind of break those things apart. So when it comes to building a cash reserve or an emergency fund said in another way, I think that's a great thing because you definitely want a, an emergency fund that's not in your retirement accounts. You want cash on hand ready to go because especially in retirement, especially at the beginning of retirement, you're gonna want cash. You're gonna want money just in case as your pension get, gets finalized, as you're finally able to access your TSP and things like that, you want cash on hand to make sure that as things come up, you have it covered, that you don't have to rely on your TSP and things like that. Now, you don't want too much in cash, but you definitely want some so that you're ready and prepared for when things come up. So if that's the case, I mean, ideally you could you can continue contributing to your TSP as much as you are and also on the side build up a cash reserve, but sometimes that's not possible. So yeah, maybe you know cut back your TSP contributions just for some time, build up, build up a cash reserve, right, that you can use ready to go for retirement. Now, when it comes to your mortgage, that, that's, a, that's up to you, right? Um, it's kind of a toss up depending on, okay, should you put more in your TSP or work down on your mortgage? It depends on what your interest rate is, depends on how the market does, depends on how you're investing your TSP. There's more factors there. Um, so I'm not sure exactly that. When it comes to building an emergency fund, yeah, you definitely want that. And it's worth maybe cutting back on your TSP in the short term to make that happen. So. Those are my thoughts, guys. Have an incredible rest of your day. If you have any questions, there's a link in the description below to submit those, and I might just answer them on the next Q&A. See you next time.